hello everybody and welcome to this episode of Insights with April Jalof. On this episode, I'll be talking to a really great girl. I met her on Clubhouse about a month or two ago. I don't know how I, I became quite serious on Clubhouse two more. I think January. That was when we kind of started talking. And we're all on a WhatsApp on a WhatsApp group. I think um if I had the co-house put some people up, and that's how I met. Mo and I think before then I was on a clubhouse room where you were doing shoot your shot and I was like oh my god this girl is so eloquent see how she's doing this thing like she's not blinking nothing you think we're just going clear like okay these two people we're gonna move you to another room now blah 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 I was like ah uh-uh. ah that's when I now went to look at your Instagram and I found out oh actually you kind of do like speed dating stuff you know you're into the whole relationship and I'm like oh okay that's no wonder this thing is going so clearly for her. Well, her moderation is on point, everything. I'm like, okay. Um, but yeah, that was how we sort of met. And um, I think after then, we had a room on, what was that about? Med- mental health. Then after that, I think one day you called me up, I should be on your life. So you do lives, which I will let you talk about at some point, you know, give us a bit more. That's why the topic, I felt that this topic suits you because it's what you're into. So um, today we're going to be discussing about dating in the 21st century, but I'll let you introduce yourself, then we'll go into it. So Dami, would you like to do us the honors? Thank you so much, Dara. Hello, everybody. My name is Mo Dami. And yeah, Dara has given quite a thorough introduction. Um, Yeah, so we met on Clubhouse. Clubhouse is actually really amazing. And Mm -hmm. I hosted this Shoot Your Shot room and another one is actually coming up next weekend. So Easter weekend, we're going to do it. I tried not to do it so repetitively um, because people really enjoyed that last one and we didn't want it to just become a common commodity. So we're doing another one. So do join us if you're on Clubhouse. And yeah, everything Dara said is correct. I love relationships. I love love i'm a hopeful romantic and that's what i call my community as well at dummy loves and we uh, organize speed dates for millennials and africans in the diaspora it's all virtual and it's all blind dating as well with the hope and intent that you will meet somebody that you love and are attracted to and want to build a life with someone that your visions align with as well and even if you don't find love on those dates, you might make good connections, build your network, and you never know where that might lead as well. I tell you, connections is very important. Of course, we, we will really want people to click and it should end in something, you know, worthwhile. But like you said, if that doesn't work, of course, why not make connections? You don't yes. know when you meet this person in the exactly, future. Exactly, exactly. So we're, like I said, we're going to be discussing dating in the 21st century. Mm. And, um, why I'm saying this that yeah, most of us millennials, you know, Gen Zs too, you know, are like dating has become like a big deal. It's yes. become a problem. Like you yeah. can't just meet somebody and it goes normal. No. <laughs> like it can't just go straight anymore. There must be one big huddle. Do you understand? Like it's no more normal guy meet girl, you know, guy and girl just guy and girl see that they connect, guy and girl try to make things work, you know now is a whole big deal everybody just because it's become a big problem so i thought we should discuss it and because i've been on your 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 um um platform before and i've seen you do stuff i just thought you would be able to tell us more about this firstly i'll start with this what is your definition of dating 
everybody okay. has definition because I tell you, our definition. Every, yeah, definition. everybody has definitions, and I really shy away from definitions. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, people that you know, the platform we're coming up to um, one year, which I'm really, really excited about. Um, we're coming up to one year in April, and you know, we we would have scheduled up to between 550 to 600 dates by that time mm-hmm. and when people people now ask me a lot that what is dating because i'm scheduling all these dates for people dating is whatever you want it to be there are a lot of def- dictionary definitions of dates okay and if one of the lecturers at um, my um relationship coaching school say you know they will be able to define dating and they always give us definitions of dating when you're going through training However, the problem is that because Gen Z and millennials are so much about pushing against the fray and so much against pushing against how the generation before us did things, what you will find is that within the same cohort of people, they will define dating differently. And so my concern is not so much what is dating. My concern is, are you and your partner on the same page about what dating is. That is what is important. Because if, you know, Dara, you can define dating in a different way. I, Dami, we can define dating in a different way. Both of us are of sort of similar backgrounds. We're both doctors. We're similar ages, similar professions, you know, similar lifestyle choices. But you and I could potentially define dating in very different ways. Of course. Question, what is really important is that you and your partner are on the same page when you're on the same page the definition in that situation is is then becomes a pedantic issue that is not so relevant okay so i i guess what you're trying to say it boils down to what does dating mean to you yes you know it's and not what does what it mean to your society, partner yeah so not what the society defines dating as. Okay. because for me mm. dating to me I just feel that when you're saying dating, you're seeing somebody, like, you're seeing one particular person, you know, and we're going to get to that, where if you can date most people or not, but Mm -hmm. to me, I feel when I'm dating somebody, it's just me and that person, we've become exclusive, and we have a purpose, right, we're saying that, okay, this might end up, you know, in marriage, of course, or this might not end up, but we want to see where it will end in. So we are mm-hmm. going in with a purpose. That's just, that's my own definition. Everybody mm-hmm. has their right because mm-hmm. um, I, everybody calls it dating, dating. Some people, it's just not, you know, but like yeah, I said, I'm exactly. not good. I can't judge. Everybody do but you. Know, do you. <laughs> what you just said is so correct. And I think this is why I define it that way. Because you just said, what most people will define as courtship, right? So what you just said is what most people within Christian communities or faith-based communities, whether that is Islam, whether that is Judaism, whether that is Buddhism, that is what a lot of people will define as courtship, where it is you and one person going towards something with the intention of marriage. And if it doesn't work out, then you go your separate ways. However, most communities will call that courtship. They will not call that dating because dating implies a more liberal and if we're talking political leftist type of relationship pattern, which is why it really then comes down to what do you want? Does your partner know what you want? Does your partner agree with what you want? And then both of you can move forward because if you say we are dating, but he means something different from what you mean, 
then you are in conflict. You are in chaos. Mm -hmm. We don't need that. So instead of putting this definition, let us actually talk about what we want and then let us go towards what it is that we desire. Makes a lot of sense. It just makes a lot of sense to me, like you said. Makes sense. Okay. So like I just want to piggyback on what you said. You know. <laughs> okay. The next question kind of goes delves in like that. So so have you heard of you know talking stage? Yes. You know, so what are your thoughts on talking stage? And also, is there a difference between talking stage, dating, and commitment? So first, have you heard of talking stage and <laughs> yeah, I, I, I really, I really love that. And you know, it's, and this, you see, when you study the history of relationships, yeah, mm-hmm. this whole dating concept, it's all very new. I, I had a, I had a clarity call with a client who mm. wants to register to use the service, a gentleman, you know, he's a professional man. And he said, Oh, when we finished and, you know, getting the ideas of what he desires in a partner and his views on relationship, he then said to me, um, Dami, why do you think that it's so difficult to meet somebody in the traditional way? And then I challenged him and I said, what is the traditional way? And he said, Oh, you know, meet somebody at a party or meet somebody on the street and walk up to her and say, hi, I'm interested in you. I think you're really pretty. I think you're really smart and intelligent. I'd like to get to know you better. Mm. And I said to him, but that is not traditional. I said to him, you know, that, that kind of brazenness to walk up to a woman mm-hmm. and ask her out has only really existed for less than two centuries. It's not even up to 150 years old. Traditional is your parents will introduce you to exactly. their, own, their so friends. Or... Yeah. So traditional is people introducing you to somebody that they believe has the same values and That's their strange. character and your personality match up. Okay. That is still my preferred method of finding a partner mm-hmm. because evidence, statistics, analysis shows that that method works better. However, when we now come back to this our day and time, we're millennials, we're in this cent- new century, yeah? Mm-hmm. We've pushed away with that because we claim that we knew better. Yeah. History will prove us right or wrong, right? Mm-hmm. However, we've said that we knew better. However, what we now find is that there's so much chaos because there's no order of things, mm-hmm. okay? So when our grandparents were getting into courtship, there was an order of things. Mm-hmm. You get introduced, you spend some time in courtship, you agree you're going to get married. He comes to your parents. They give their permission, which they already gave at the beginning of the courtship. But now it's extremely formal. You get married. You go to your husband's house. Mm-hmm. And that is it. If there is conflict, the families and the in-laws come in and try to help manage the relationship. Mm-hmm. But now there is no order. So we have this situation of talking stage where people feel you can be in the talking stage for however long as you want to be until you get into relationship, which is why some people feel that they meet somebody, they start talking, they are friends in quotes for two to three years. And he thinks that, well, we are talking, we are friends. I have given no commitment. And at some point I am going to want to marry this woman. And she is there stuck feeling, I actually like this guy, but he's not saying anything. Mm -hmm. Or sometimes she talks about how she is feeling Mm -hmm. and he's like, oh, but he's not at a point where he is ready for marriage. And I just really want to be your friend, right? They are stuck in talking stage. This is a friendship. This thing you're saying is taking me down memory lane. You know, (laughs) 
Like, I'm just feeling attacked at the moment. You oh, know? No. I'm feeling attacked. Like, sometimes you're just stuck. It's, you have to tell yourself that, girl, you know, continue. Sorry. You just, you know, <laughs> just made me remember something. But continue. Oh, oh, dear. So, but this, these are the things that happen within our our context right within mm-hmm. our age group and even the age group coming after us so that's gen z right yeah, they're always fighting with us yes because yeah. because there are no rules we, we there are no rules and we keep saying rules are bad rules are bad but actually we are now living in a situation of chaos where nobody knows what they are doing why they are doing it what the outcome is and the purpose for which they are doing something i agree so the question is when you meet somebody and you start talking you need to decide what it is that you want out of this situation Mm -hmm. now talking stage if you are talking with the intention of getting to know this person better to then get into an exclusive relationship that will lead to marriage Mm -hmm. okay so no dating, content, whatever definition you want. This is the meaning of your intention, which is what is really important. These are your values. This is what you want. Mm-hmm. That period should not last too long mm-hmm. because what happens is that your emotions start to get, get into it. Yeah. It begins to cloud your judgment. I agree. Obviously, nobody's having sex. There's no touching. There's no kissing. There's no nothing. You're talking, right? However, the thing is, if you're talking to a gentleman every single day, for six months and we do not know what you are doing you're no longer in a talking stage you are wasting your time you are wasting your life Mm -hmm. why are you doing what you are doing now if you are saying that well he might change his mind or i want to get into a relationship or whatever then you need to reassess that is this the best way to really go about it and what we know a lot of times with serious gentlemen and a lot of evidence often shows is that if a man is really at a point where he is ready to be married, now we, I'm not trying to make a generalization. What I'm saying is in, in a lot of situations, yeah? So mm-hmm. when we compare the positive versus the negative, in a lot of situations where men are ready to settle down, to get married, they're talking, this talking stage, this elusive talking stage does not take that long. It doesn't take two months. It doesn't take three months. It, it definitely does not take six months. It does not take a year. It does not take three years. You know? So it does not take that time. They talk to you. They want to get to know you. They're clear about their intentions. intentions they yeah. want to be exclusive with you. And then they go ahead. And if you are not getting the clarity that you need, it is up. it is your time. It is up to you to then be able to say, okay, dude, You've been calling me every single day for four months. You've, I, know, I know the name of your boss. I know when you requested leave. I know when you requested a, a, a promotion. I know when you had conflict with somebody in the office. I know all of this. I, I helped you pick out flowers for your mom for her birthday. What exactly is going on here? And it's not to put pressure on the gentleman, but it is for you to be able to have clarity so that if he says exclusively to you, oh, I just want us to be friends, then... You need to then say, okay, that is fine. Thank you for the clarity. No need to be upset or emotional. He has a right to what he wants. And if he only enjoys talking to you as a friend, that is okay. However, he doesn't need to be on the phone to you every single day. It doesn't so, need to be only FaceTiming. I think so, he should not be getting boyfriend benefits as a so, friend. And so in that situation, if you are looking to be in a loving relationship and you're looking to have your emotion because by that point your emotions have already been invested right four months yeah so it's not i'm not saying put pressure on any man however then be clear and say okay yeah that's fine we're friends you know in your mind that you're friends 
you do your emotional healing put this person in the friend category that they have requested to be in mm-hmm. and then make yourself open to people who want to be in a loving relationship with you and that's it that's it i totally agree i to- i totally agree and that's the thing right and i say my sister will say that that's like guys can be very selfish when it comes to things like yeah she says it, she's like guys can be very selfish because you really you know that okay you're not you don't want something serious with this girl but you don't say you come with the intention of i want something serious by the end of the day you're not saying anything yet yeah, four months six months one year that's wickedness now like if you cannot define what you're doing with somebody after to me at a particular age if after a few months two months even two months is too much let me not but let me be nice and put out small time two three months you're not telling the person what you want that's unfair like you said and i agree guys know what they want well let me not say guys you know i've learned not to generalize but most guys know what they want like from day one they know what they want and if they come in and tell you oh say um babes this is what i want this is what i want but maybe i'm still trying to get here that's good but talk like you said to me i think my own definitions of talking stage because i believe in talking stage and i believe in dating which i told you what my dating is talking stage you are exploring your options different people you can talk to like 10 people at the same time it's up to you but when you say that you guys are dating now it's exclusive it's me and you we're trying to see if we're going to end at the promised land or if we're going to be like that's wife now that's it now i'll be lot's wife i mean that's what but you see wife and talk so let's just yeah I think so. And this is why these definitions are so blurry, because in this talking stage and, you know, some people say, oh, they're in talking stage, but you're actually really only talking once every two weeks. And you've been doing that for a year. That's not really talking. That's stage. not talking. Stage. That's, that's not talking stage. That's yeah. just a platonic friend that you catch up with once in a while. Okay. Mm-hmm. So putting pressure on that kind of person or expecting something from there. No, no, no. That's not really, you know, that is okay. That is a platonic friend that you've got or an acquaintance that you have. If you need something, you can call them. If they need something, they can call you, but you're not immersed in their life and they're not immersed in your life. Right. Mm-hmm. When we're talking about talking stage, we're talking about quite a lot of communication with between you and this person. every day you and this person are talking. Now, talking stage does not necessarily mean meeting up and going out together, Mm -hmm. right? Now we're in this virtual universe with coronavirus. So if, let's say, you've gone on one of my dates, right? And I've hooked you guys up and you've met on Zoom. You guys have talked for two hours, as some of my people do. Mm. And then the next week, you guys set up a Netflix party, you have a date and then every weekend you're having a date mm. you guys are no longer in talking stage yes no you guys are dating yes however you see the thing is some of my people when they go on their speed dates they're having these kind of encounters with multiple people so this is where it is really important for you to then have this clarity because when i set you up on one of my dates you meet multiple people if on average a gentleman has met seven women on one of my dates and he has liked two of those women, and he makes further plans with these women after one of my dates. Mm. That is not a bad thing. So this weekend, he hangs out with this girl on Netflix party. The next weekend, the next plan is that they'll hang out on Zoom. And then with the other girl, it is an Amazon Prime movie party. And then the next time it's on Zoom. And then eventually when lockdown opens up, he meets them face to face. I really need to get on one of these shows. People are meeting people. Hey. So, so what happens then is that they're not, they're not in talking stage. Right from the onset, that talking stage has been removed by a third party, my service. 
Yeah. And now they are dating. They're dating multiple people, but they're not in an exclusive relationship with anybody. Okay. And so if somebody on my, if a woman on my service became upset and said, oh, well, you know, a week after we met on the service, I found out that he had a Netflix party with another girl. Um, Yeah, he did. That is not a wrong thing to do. Well, should he have told her? Do you think he should tell her or not? Well, she met five men as well. Okay. It, was, it would have been her choice to pick one or talk to all. Mm. The thing here that we have to really understand is not forgetting that people have choices and it is their right to explore those choices. Okay. If somebody has not said to you that I am in an exclusive relationship with you or I want to be in an exclusive relationship with you, it is unwise not to assume that they are meeting other people and exploring other options. So you need to open your mouth and ask questions. You must. You must communicate. And this is the problem with our generation. We don't want to talk and we don't want to have the difficult conversations. Conversations, yeah. Because you have only met, and this is the thing, if you've only met somebody a month ago, Mm. they are the only one you're talking to they are the only one you're going to coffee with and then you're upset that they're going to coffee with other people or talking to other people you are wrong because you made an assumption they did not lie to you they did not promise you anything and you did not ask them clearly now if they had made a commitment to you and they were doing that then that is wrong then that is incorrect but making this assumption where you do not have a clearly defined understanding of where both of you are in your communication and in your relationship then there is a problem there because at the end of the day let us not pretend women often get you know in 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 my experience women are the ones that often complain more to me about these kind of situations but what i know is that most high-flying pretty women have multiple suitors at a time Mm-hmm. so why are we the ones complaining because there's that one that we like more that we like more that is still with other people that's why that's why we're complaining uh, but yeah i think what you said made sense it's just making me rethink a lot of things <laughs> i'm serious because i think i was getting angry about something recently and what you said made a lot of sense but shami i'm doing a cleanse now it doesn't matter i'm clean what kind of cleanse lemon cleanse juice cleanse <laughs> my dear guy cleanse <laughs> i'm doing a guy cleanse right now I beg, I'm I'm tired, so I'm cleansing. We oh, clean after cleansing. We are cleansing in time for your speed dating. So <laughs> let's see if that will happen. So my next one is just it goes with that with what we're talking about. So how long do you message and wait before meeting in person? You mean you mean like top like like you like have been chatting and all. So I'm saying if there was no pandemic, now there's a pandemic. But how mm-hmm. long do you guys talk talk before you decide to meet in person? I think that it depends on both of you and how serious you are and what your intentions are. Okay. Mm. So even some people that I know, they see somebody they like on Instagram, they send them a message. It's been pandemic time. And they're like, oh, are you single? She says she's not. And, you know, this is a proper introduction in the DMs as opposed to just sending somebody a hi. And oh, please, please, let's not get into the hi thing. Because when <laughs> I say people think I overreact, I'm like, no, that is, it's hi, okay, hi, yeah. what? Hi, what? Yeah. I'm always telling gentlemen not to do that. And so if you introduce yourself into the DMs, you let them know that you're interested. Are they single? Would they like to meet up? And they're like, oh, how meet up? How? Without even asking for her number, be like, oh, well, I have availability on this day. Do you have availability? We can hang out on Zoom. And then you've met, right? And then yeah. you have a chat on Zoom. And that, and I really like that because it really gives people the opportunity. There was one guy that came into my DM, mm-hmm. you know. I think maybe he came for your class or something. I don't know, because 
the guy just came into my DM and he's like, hi, my name is this, this, this. I don't want to find out. Are you single? I was like, okay. Quite direct, yeah. but I, I like that. It's better. Yeah. Someone coming so, with a purpose to the DM. Not just yeah, yeah. And so coming in with clarity, you know, politeness, respect, and all of that, it's really mm-hmm. important. And so in terms of even now, like you can still, you can have a virtual meet, like FaceTime, instantly, right? FaceTime, Zoom, mm-hmm. there's so many ways to do that. And it's really about your intention and your willingness to be creative. In terms of physically, it's the same thing. And so some people would be like, oh, you know, we've been talking for one month or, or six weeks and and we've not met up yet. And you live in the same city and in the same town. I'm sorry, both of you are unserious, okay? Because um, both of you are very unserious. What is the reason that you have not met up? D, you and I both know we do night shifts. We do all kinds of work. We sometimes work 12 hours. I mean, when I was on my elective in Jamaica, I did 36-hour shifts, People still hang out and go on dates afterwards, right? If you have the intention. I finish to I finish my night shifts, wake up in the morning, just sleep a few hours, dress up as if nothing happened. And then you go and that. you go out for a day and you meet up. And it doesn't even have to be, you know, a huge face beat. You pull go your hair park, up you know, and you go to the park or you, you meet up for a coffee mm-hmm. or whatever it is. Or they bring food over to your house and you sit down and you chill, right? Like the, you know, that they're bringing food for you. Yeah, but they did not come in. They did not they come did. in. That's what I was wondering. They did not come in. So they, I come in or they won't come in. They won't come in. The they dropped the food at the door. They dropped the food at the door. We're a Christian service. Nobody's <laughs> entering your house. We're a Christian service. Nobody's entering your house after it's dark outside. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. So it's really about the intention. And so there is no timeline. Hmm. so meet up as, as soon as you can okay. meet up as soon as is possible if you meet on monday at a coffee shop and you are free at the weekend ask her out at the weekend and if you guys have been talking recurrently repeatedly two weeks three weeks and there has been nothing six weeks okay you should get clarity if this is somebody that you want to go on a date with i didn't say ask him out please do not misunderstand me because people are going to hear this and then they'll call my pastor my pastor will be like sister dami did you say that the women should ask sister the judge out? sister dami <laughs> No, that is not what I am saying. Please, let us have some clarity. Okay. However, ask the gentleman, oh, okay, so, like, I just want to know, like, what is going on? What are we doing? You know, you're calling me every single day. Is this, like, is this more you're planning on doing for, like, what is going on? Because if, you're, if you've been talking for that long, the sooner you hang out face-to-face, the better. Because face-to-face can change things, you know. It really can, because you can also see their interaction with other That's people. You, you go on a date with somebody and they're rude to the waiter. Yeah, you know, if, if somebody's rude to the waiter, then no, if you, if, you know, yeah, those kind of things. So, you know, the sooner you can, the better. So if it is within two days, like, okay, yeah. My next one is what do you feel is one of the most important quality in a relationship? The most important quality in a relationship, openness and vulnerability. Yeah, I agree with the vulnerability. So, you know, mm-hmm. Openness in terms of this is me. This is all of who I am. Yep, you either take it or you. This is you. This is all of who you are. That is vulnerability. You know, so Dami Loves is a Christian service. And the first time that we had an event, a talking event, was based on the Bible where it says, the man was naked and unashamed with his wife. That's Adam and Eve. In our culture, especially in African culture, and sometimes even in faith-based communities, we have this thing of making men's emotions less than that of women. And so people then get into this habit of hiding, hiding who they are, 
hiding what they're doing, hiding their finances, hiding their past, hiding important information about their emotions. And we're encouraging, learn the art of openness, learn the art of vulnerability, because it makes your, it does make your relationship stronger. It makes your bonding better. It makes the sex better. It makes your friendship better. I friend like what you said. That person makes your friendship better. <laughs> so, so yeah, so, so that, that desire to be open and to be vulnerable is really, really important. It's not an easy place to get to, mm-hmm. especially if you've been hurt before. So it's not, it's not saying, oh, but why aren't you vulnerable? Oh, no. It's also then saying, okay, what are the things and the barriers to you being vulnerable? And how can I, as your partner, understand that i can't change it for you but i can understand that so when i notice that a wall is going up i recognize that okay this might be a touchy place this might be a trigger i'm not necessarily modifying my behavior but by understanding where you're coming from it can help me respond to you with grace right but but you need to be vulnerable enough to even let them know that these are triggers that these are emotionally sensitive areas of conversation And then the next thing is a personal characteristic of cultivating happiness and joy. One of my favorite textbooks on marriage by Landis and Landis, they did this research back in the 90s. No, not in the 90s, I think in the 50s. And what they realized when they finally released the textbook was that people that are happiest in marriage are people that were happiest as singles. On their own, yes. And so you will cultivate joy and happiness in your relationship if when you were single you cultivated joy and happiness in your life um because it's not about this is not about not wanting your partner to make you happy no that's not correct but it is also about saying okay we are in a bit of a rut what can we do to make our relationship better cultivated that pattern in your singleness then you will be able to cultivate it with somebody else somebody else um so 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 it's sort of like both of you then working off each other's energy and if both of you have that ability when somebody is down you can also cultivate that into the situation and when both of you are at your best then it's actually really at its peak so those those are the two no lies detected like you just said it all like Mm. i always say i put it in most of my hashtags like happiness is a choice Mm. happy mostly on your own before you can be able to stay with somebody and also mm-hmm. understand them enough and for both of you to be able to share the happiness. Because I think me, when I look by a lot of stuff, a lot of mistakes and all, I realize that, oh, I wanted, I put my happiness in this person and that was beginning of the end, right? So if I'm not able to take care of myself, I'm not going to be able to allow somebody else to take care of me the way I want to be taken care of. Yeah. Oh my God, making me think. What's up? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I agree. Vulnerable. Like I said every day, like if you're not, who else will you be vulnerable with if you're not vulnerable mm. with your partner? Like you need to be open. That is it. Everybody, there's anything you like, best quality, be open and be vulnerable. So the next one is, it has to do with confidence. And I think I just brought this up because when they talk about girls. So in a relationship, you know that you're normally an insecure person, but you like this guy, you know, so... I'm saying, and you talking about stuff, doing this thing, you feel is out of your comfort zone normally. So do you think you need to fake the confidence instead of really coming out and saying, oh, you know, this is not who I am, you know, and stuff like that? I think that with coming out of your comfort zone, I'm always encouraging people to come out of their comfort zone, right? Mm -hmm. 
So on Dami Loves, there are always challenges, you know, dating challenges that I share to get people to do things that they normally would not have done in their in their dating in their dating relationships or even just you know dating online or whatever however i always say step out of your comfort zone without betraying your values because once you betray your values then the reality of who you are doesn't exist anymore and the person that you're then with does not even know who they are with in a relationship mm-hmm. and that is unfair to them so you know they there are women <laughs> women do this a lot with rich guys they pretend they love golf and you know they follow them to the golf club whatever they you, you do don't even that. know how to hold the well, and then golf the club day, Yuda, it really comes down and he's like okay me all my friends and their wives and these women have been playing golf with their dads since they were L- literally babies right it then it's, it's then exposed that you, you you know nothing or you're pretending that you are you know very well versed in business because you've been quoting some little snippets of naval from his tweets online and then you meet this guy who is you know a proper harvard mba and he thinks that both of you have connected on the that business level. aspect, right? And then he then starts, and then he then starts talking about, oh, you know, capital, this, this, this. And you're like, what, what capital? Capital of which country? And he's like, no, no capital. No, no, you're, you're laughing. But these are things, oh, do you're laughing. But these are things that we need, we need to stop. So that is not confidence. That is deception. Yep, I agree. Confidence is knowing who you are, walking in the truth of who you are, knowing your flaws and your weaknesses, owning your flaws and your weaknesses, working on them, but still being able to say, okay, you know what? This is me. Yes, I can be a slob. I'm working on being a slob, but I am still a slob. That is confidence. That is knowing who you are. Knowing that, okay, yes, you want a man, but you can make it, you can, you can, have your finances and you will drive that jeep even though the aunties have said that when you drive that jeep no man is that going man to will not come for you yeah that is confidence but pretending that you are well versed in business or in politics or in i remember a scene from i think it was the oc back in the day mm. and this girl started dating this this um this young man and she went on a date and met his family and the sister was talking about what was going on in Kashmir. And the girl started talking about Kashmir jumpers. And she was like, no, 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 I mean Kashmir. And she still had no idea what was going on. And this is the situation that some people find themselves in. Some men do it sometimes, but a lot more times women are the ones that are, have been taught by society that they have to become something else to be able to get a man. Get a and man. just remembering that who you are in yourself, the way God has made you and the gifts and talents that you possess are beautiful. They should be celebrated and that you should walk in the confidence of who you actually are. And if you do have a desire to learn more about something, then learn Learn more about it and then Uh be confident about it. But Uh do not start pretending to be something that you are not with the intention of getting somebody that you actually probably don't really want in the first place. Yeah, because you keep pretending your whole life and it's exhausting. It's really exhausting. Exhausting being who you are not. Yeah, Yeah, it's very exhausting to be who you are not. Like you said, if you want to be better, of course, but don't lie about it. Mm -hmm. You know, you can say as well, this is who I am. I'm working on being this person. You know, I admire you and I I don't mind you helping me. I'm telling you it's my chest. This is Exactly. So next one, I know you are Christian based, but I'm gonna ask Mm -hmm. it. You know, Mm because we're dating in 21st century. (laughs) Okay. Is sex important in a relationship? 
in terms of is sex important yes i think that there is this there is this side that tries to say sex is overestimated and there is this side that says sex is underestimated it is it is the most important thing neither of them are right both of of them are extremely wrong it's not that deep sex is not that deep Mm, but Sex is really important in relationships. It's important, but it's not like... Some people make it look as if that is it. That's the most important mm-hmm. thing. It's never so, like... So it's really about balance. Okay. Now, from a Christian point of view, we do not encourage premarital sex. Mm-hmm. And we do not encourage premarital sex for a wide variety of reasons, for spiritual reasons as well, because we do believe that when you start engaging in sex with a person based on what the bible teaches that you have become one with that person Mm. and so if you have not then covenanted to say that i want to be one with this person by marriage then joining your body and your spirit to that person by the act of sex should be avoided right because we see sex as more than just the physical we also believe that it is extremely spiritual in the ability that it has to bind people together especially when they are struggling especially when there's emotional conflict, right? So Mm -hmm. a couple have just lost a baby and they make love. They feel more connected and their pain is subsided, subsides for a moment, right? Yeah, that's what I was about to say. It doesn't really end the problem. It doesn't end the problem, but 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 there there, there is still quite a lot of power in that ability. Why do we talk about pillow talk a lot? with couples because there is this moment of safety where you're able to let go of what is on your heart and let go of what is on your chest and the heavy things that you have been keeping secret right so there the sex is, is very complex in the fact that it is it is a, it is a, we, we believe that it is a spiritual act and it really does bring people together so it is extremely important enjoying sex in your relationship is extremely important that is something that sometimes we have not focused on in faith-based communities especially for women to say that you need to enjoy sex too you need to have pleasure in your relationship the sex is not for your husband it was not designed for the man he ought to learn your body the same way you ought to learn his we need to start demystifying these things and saying okay why is there this orgasm gap between the genders and let us start bridging that that is where there is this chasm sometimes within faith-based communities because we keep talking to women about you must give your husband sex as opposed to no both of you are in a relationship you should both have sex together and enjoy your sex life your sex life should be a priority for both of you as you're learning to please him he should be learning to please you Mm -hmm. so that is really important right then there's this side of saying oh well if the sex is bad then there's no relationship that's not true because what we know but what but what if the sex is bad now so because, just but, but, but sex 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 techniques learning pleasure learning to mm-hmm. give pleasure learning to 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 um enjoy pleasure can okay. be taught yeah it can right? be taught that's if the other partner is responsive right and open to it that's another thing but I think however when but what what happens then is that you see people do this thing in when they're dating so you're having sex, sex is bad, you end your relationship. However, if you were married, you had waited, you gotten married, the sex is bad, then what do you do? You find you a end sex coach. <laughs> no, you don't. Well, you don't. You find a sex coach, you're both vulnerable, you're open. You find a sex coach. You send a message to Fatima or Soul Spice. So you 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 find a sex coach, 
You mm-hmm. sit down together with them and then they teach you. You learn and then the sex becomes great. And that's mm-hmm. the end of it. Okay. And, and and that is and that is really it. And so sex in relationships in marriage should not be underestimated. Sex in dating is often overestimated and should we should try to deviate from that. So what so what are you saying? So what I tell us in is that we should not have sex till we get married. I wouldn't encourage that you have sex before you get married. Okay. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. That's okay. You know. <laughs> what we know is important. That's what we said. Last so, sex, definitely, sex is definitely important. Is important. Oh, yes. Okay. So we are gradually coming to the end. Um, last one is, how do you know if it's true love? I, mean, I want to know, Sha, because I think most of my own, uh, what I think it is, is quite wrong. So I don't know. I put this up a few um, weeks ago on Dami Love, and it's something that I ask people a lot. There's a Nigerian proverb that says, you can know who you love, but you cannot know who loves you. The only way that I can personally define love, because I... I'm a person of faith is by the Bible and the Bible has given very clear definitions on what love looks like and how love should be manifested to other people. Okay. Okay. So in Paul's letter to the Corinthian church in first Corinthians 13, he talks about the characteristics of love, that love is patience, that love is kind, that love is not Mm self-serving, that love does not boast, you know, now these are the characteristics of love. We know that Christ died for us. Okay. And so he gave himself in a selfless way, which aligns with 1 Corinthians 13. Now, nobody in the world will look at 1 Corinthians 13 and say that is wrong, okay? Because those are all positive attributes of somebody that cares deeply about you and is trying to do the best by you. However, I think sometimes what we really ought to do is use that to judge ourselves mm-hmm. as opposed to using it to judge the other person. Well, okay. Because sometimes people can pretend to be something that they are not. not. So the question really is, do I love you? Is my heart and my attitude towards you a representation of 1 Corinthians 13? If it is, then I love you. Mm -hmm. Then actually my heart towards you is good and it's positive. And I have made that choice to love you. Because sometimes we, we do this thing of love, love, love. I'm in love. He's in love. But love is not just a noun. It is a verb. Love is in action. Action love is yeah. In, yeah. Love is in action. It is in the choices that you make. Mm-hmm. So the question is, do I love you? I think that is where we need to start from. Okay. If they love you, they will make the choices that do right by you. But what we often do is we focus so much on the other person without focusing on ourselves. So let us start focusing on ourselves, on doing the right thing, on making the right choices. Um, And if we've done our best, taking care of ourselves and giving the right, and it doesn't come back to us, we know that the seeds we've sown will reap the fruit and the reward of it. Of it, yeah. It doesn't have to be in the place that you have sown, or you will still reap the fruit and the reward of it. If you have sown love from a heart full of love in the overflow of gratitude from the love that you've received from somebody else, you will reap the fruit of love somewhere else as well. And I think that is what we should focus on. I I totally agree. Just really said a lot of very, very important stuff. Yeah. And it makes me think, right? Like... Mm -hmm. You mustn't get love back where you've put it in, mm. but just best believe, like the Bible says, whatever you sow, you shall reap. You might not reap it there, but eventually you reap it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. It just makes me think, wow, wow. I was going to, Dami, 
nice. So I think we'll now come my last question, which is why we said this whole thing, you know. So is serious dating dead in the 21st century? No. No. Oh. I think from everything you said, I agree too. I think people are just like we said some pe- at the beginning, like I said, some people are just self-centered or there's no definition. Like people don't talk about it. And so when you learn to talk about it, you know where you are. And last, last, if it works, it works. If not, you carry your two left legs and move on. You go and you move. And that is... God, that is- will, God will definitely send who is for you, whether you're a man or a woman. Like God will still send that person for you. Last, last. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Thank you very much, Dami. So, Dami, I just want you to tell us a little bit more about what you do and if people are interested, where they can find you. I run damiloves.com, which is a virtual dating experience. You can register your interest on the website. Please make sure you read our FAQs thoroughly before you register your interest. Registration of people like me that we don't like reading. Hope it's not plenty. You know those things are too much. People don't like reading. When it comes to dating and the hearts, there are a lot of questions. So we answer them all. I'm not just with attempts and conditions. I just go to the end. It's God that was in this country. I just gotta do, I agree. I'm moving. Register your interest. We run our event on a quarterly basis. So this past quarter, we ran our event on Valentine's Day, which was absolutely a joy. And we organized over 100 dates that occurred on that day simultaneously, which was great. So you can register your interest on the website. It does not mean that you will be allocated a date, but you will be first to know when the date is available so that you can pay and book and and go ahead as well um, and then also you can follow us on instagram where we share tips and prayers on a daily basis that's at dami loves as well so yeah and that's it and you can follow me on um, clubhouse modami and we are going to be doing a shoot your shot room as well easter sunday at 8 p.m bst on koha and also dami does um on ig live every sunday yeah so we do ig lives every sunday we have interesting guests with interesting topics that are community led so our community raises subjects and we address them yeah they will learn about prenup so. yes we had we had a lawyer come up a few weeks ago. We talked about prenups. In a few weeks, we're talking with the author of The Great Sex Rescue about all the things your church got wrong about sex. Mm. So that is going to be interesting. That's going to be very interesting. That's going to be interesting. And then in a few weeks after that, we're going to be talking about financial considerations before choosing to get married to somebody. So yeah, so we we often have quite a lot of interesting conversations about love relationship and the intersection with faith as well. So please join us. It's going to be, it's always fun. Thank you very much, Dami. Thank you. Thank you. And I guess for me, I've learned a lot today. I think the main thing that I really got out of everything at the end of the day is when it comes to relationship let your definitions be between you and your partner and not what the world defines it as that's basically to have a very good and solid relationship so thank you for that and yeah i hope to catch up with you soon thank you so much g Thank you for listening to this episode of Insights with Ivo Jalaf. I hope you learned something because I sure did. In order not to miss our future episodes, like and subscribe to the podcast on all your favorite podcast apps. And also follow us on our socials, Insights with Ibo Jalof, so you can stay updated on all our content. For now, it's bye from me and I'll catch up with you on the next episode.